Has this ever happened to you? I just came across a speech evaluation that I have a picture of on my phone. I don't know why I have it. It doesn't have the evaluator's name or the speech title on it. There's no date. There's no project. There's no recognizable phone number. Someone just sent me a picture of it. So essentially, I have an evaluation that's doing nothing for me. Are you struggling with the online speech evaluations process? Today on the podcast, let's put some thought into how we are doing our speech evaluations online from the speaker side and from the evaluator side. Do you want to improve your public speaking? Are you effective in spreading your message to impact the world? Toastmasters provide you with a fun and safe meeting place to give you the opportunity to stretch and develop your public speaking skills online and on site. This is Toastmasters 101. I'm your host, Kim Cradgy. I'm attending an online conference this week about podcasting. This is my fifth year attending. Sadly, we're not in person this time. Even more sadly, I'm watching some of these presentations online and I've seen a significant number of speakers who need Toastmasters. I want to give them evaluations. But it's not a Toastmasters meeting. This is where the rubber hits the road, as we say here in Akron, Ohio. These presentations are what we train to do during our Toastmasters meetings. That's why speech evaluations are so important. They help us to improve. This is why it's critical that we give and get good evaluations at our Toastmasters meetings. Look, if that man who just gave an insightful, factful presentation that I feel is worth my time to listen to, but his slides were abominable, if he'd taken this presentation to a Toastmasters meeting, I believe that someone, either his evaluator, the general evaluator, or a fellow Toastmaster just after the meeting would have said, dude, can't read those slides and don't read from the slides. That presenter could have done just a few things to improve his presentation 100%. Does your club assign speech evaluators at the meetings? I'd say that 75% of the time, which is a number I just made up, that our speech evaluators are appointed approximately five minutes before they start. That's not five minutes before the meeting. Too often I see that the speech evaluators are the last people in the room and they get asked to step up at the very last minute. So speakers, here are a few things you can do to improve the evaluations you receive. Number one, recruit your evaluator and get them to sign up in advance. This is one of those chicken and egg situations. I like hard evaluations. I like to hear nitpicky details about my speech presentations. I'm not a glutton for punishment. I just want to know what works and what does not. But I've been a Toastmaster for over 10 years. I know a lot about speech construction and delivery. Far too often I hear new members say, oh, you're so good. I don't have any suggestions for you. By asking someone to evaluate you in advance, you have the opportunity to tell them what you're concerned about in your presentation. This does mean that you have to prepare the speech enough in advance so you know the specific areas you want comments about. I've mentioned on previous podcast episodes that you should be signing up for many roles in advance, so you should know in plenty of time what your speech project will be and what you need the evaluator to watch for. When you pick your speech evaluator, then they are prepared when they arrive to evaluate you. Let's face it, it is very flattering to be asked. 
you think so highly of their opinion that you've requested it specifically. For myself, I like to look for newbies or guests in the club to evaluate me. That's because they don't know me. They don't know my quirks. They'll catch those idiosyncrasies a lot faster than the people who have heard me give a dozen speeches. Now, I can't often get a hold of a guest Toastmaster ahead of time, but their new perspective is invaluable to me. It's the same with newbies. I want the new set of eyes on me, the new set of ears to hear me, and the new perspective they're going to give me. Do you get a good evaluation from a good evaluator because you've given them time? Absolutely. But when you don't give them time, sometimes don't give you a great evaluation. Number two, send them the speech evaluation form as early as possible at the beginning of the meeting. When we have access to the agendas on Free Toast Toast or Easy Speak, we may also have access to the evaluation form if the speaker has ticked the right box. But if we're getting the last person to walk in the room to be our evaluator, will they have time to get it? Will they have time to read it? Will they be prepared to evaluate you by the time you get up to speak? Probably not. This is why I think it's important to you as the speaker to have the evaluation form ready to give your evaluator. Ask them what's the best way for them to get it. Is it through the Zoom chat? Is it email? Is it text? I don't think Toastmasters International had pandemics in mind when they created the online evaluation download system we have right now, but it has made this situation easier because you can have confidence that your evaluator can get the form if they can find it. Hey, Toastmasters International, if you're listening, is there any way at all I can set my language and then never have to do it again? Because when I see my name on the project and download the French version again, I get frustrated. I'm just saying. Finding an evaluation form on the Pathways platform looks easy. You go to the toastmasters.org website, then you log in. Then you go to the Pathways menu and you go to Basecamp, and then you end up on the page with your current paths and projects. Then you pick Tutorials and Resources and click on it several times before you realize that you have to click on the menu bar that opens up below it. Then we select Evaluation Resources, then the language, and then try to find the project, which often has another word like advanced or building or connect as the starting word. When I was a Pathways Guide, I was told to use the search bar, which is why I kept getting the French versions. I don't see the language in the search bar until after I've clicked on it. And after all the finding, then there's the download. Look, speaker, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that this process is not yet simple enough, and I hope that Toastmasters International at some point will make this simpler. Wouldn't it be nice to be able to set a language in your profile? See an alphabetical list of evaluations based on keyword like podcast, not create a podcast, and be able to email or text or message it directly to the evaluator? A girl can dream, right? My point is this. Your evaluator has to go through all of those steps. If I tell my evaluator that I'm doing the podcast project, they're not looking for create a podcast. This is not a fast process. And you're creating a bit of a panic for your evaluator if they want to go look for your evaluation. Even if they go to your agenda site, your club site, and download it, there's still a login, there's still scrolling and downloading and maybe printing. Save everyone the headache. 
I've created a folder on my computer where all my evaluation forms, clean and unused, are kept. While working on the project, I download that evaluation form. I keep it in that folder. I save it with a name that matters to me, not the code name that Toastmasters International has given the form, such as A305E Evaluation Resource FFE. That's the Inspire Your Audience evaluation form for those of you scoring at home. Speakers, download the form and have it ready to send to your evaluator. Send it in advance if you know your evaluator and have it ready at the meeting anyway, because you're still going to have to ask them to go find it. Just make it simple for everyone. Take responsibility to get the form to the evaluators. Number three. Print up or have the evaluation form in front of you during the evaluation of your speech during the meeting. Put in the name, the date, the speech title, the comments the evaluator makes. Write them all down. Paper or emails don't always come back to us in a timely fashion, if ever. So you need to record this for your files. If your evaluator does send it to you, then you won't need this. But if you don't do it, you're going to want it at some point. Number four, tell your evaluator what you want them to watch for. Back in the before times, we used to have paper copies of the evaluation forms at the meetings. I could write at the top, if I say so more than two times, use the squirt gun and aim for something that will embarrass me. I was expected to provide the evaluation, write on it what I needed them to watch for, and, if necessary, provide the squirt gun. No, I never had a squirt gun evaluation, but I know who in my club I'd asked for. Uh, anyway, tell people what you want them to watch for. But know this, you are going to be hyper aware of that foible, and you probably won't do it during the speech. Like filler words, when you're paying attention, you just don't use them. So is it worth it to tell them what to watch for? I think so. Because if you do it anyway, they're going to pick up on it and you'll learn about where and when and why you did that thing from the experience and it will help you improve. Why do we only ask for problems for our evaluators to watch instead of what we do right? Well, that's a question, isn't it? That's a key part of the evaluation method, pointing out what we do well. Evaluators like doing that part. Let's talk about the speech evaluator's side of this. Be honest with us. You don't have to be brutal. I try to be specific, and once I was told I was being a bully, which was not my intent. It's never the intent of our evaluations to come across as bullies. As speakers, we need to be open to the comments, but as evaluators, we have to temper how we make those comments. Number one. Use the project evaluation form if you can for the written evaluation. Sometimes you just can't get it. There is a generic speech evaluation form, and honestly, it's probably the most useful evaluation form we have because it doesn't cover the specifics of the project. It does have all the other key components of the evaluation, what the speaker did well, what they can improve, and how they can challenge themselves. Then we have the continuum evaluation on speech skills, one through five. If you don't have anything else, if you can't get that, then write those three things down and anything else you want the speaker to know about your view of that presentation. 
There are always things you can comment about, even when the speaker is so good. Talk about what you saw, what you heard, and how you felt. Those three things, you can certainly talk about those three things. Your speaker will be delighted to hear them. Make sure whatever you're writing on that you date the paper and put the name of the speech and the speaker on it. That's the problem I had with the evaluation I received. I have no clue who the evaluator was or what my speech was. Number two, be timely in getting the evaluation to the speaker. I found that I can't trust Zoom to get me my forms, even when the evaluator has uploaded them properly. As a speech evaluator, I'm going to make sure that the speaker has gotten the evaluation form, and I've even mailed them a copy just to be sure. When we go back to meeting in hybrid situations, online and on-site together, evaluations are going to become even more complicated. Paper, PDF, how are we going to track these? We do have an option to upload our images and PDF files to our Toastmasters Pathway profile. I think that might be useful to store things, but what if I get paper? Or worse, what if the evaluation gets lost? What do I do? Personally, I'm defaulting to the old traditional way. I'm making a list of the projects I want to do in the path. Then I have that old fashioned checkmark system. Finish that project, check. Got the evaluation, check. I like the printed version of the evaluations. I can attach it to my checklist and have everything together. I do know that some people have created a folder on their computer with the PDF saved, the name of the project, the date given, or some other way to identify what that evaluation was for. If I were to do that, I'd probably create a different folder for every path. We repeat speech projects and pathways, and I want to be sure that I've done all the speeches in the path, not count one speech for multiple paths. Because the speeches aren't required to be done in order, we do need a way to be sure that we've gotten the work done. Yes, online the path does track what we've completed in training, and in theory, we've given the speech before we complete the final evaluation questionnaire. Theory, not fact all the time. However you decide to track your completed project's progress, do make sure that your Vice President of Education is giving you the proper credit on the Basecamp site. This has to be done in the proper order so that Toastmasters will recognize the completion of your path. And who doesn't want that? Our thanks to District 10 for supporting Toastmasters 101. We're having our annual conference in April. When's your conference? Have you signed up to attend or to be a volunteer to make it happen? Our music is from incompetech.filmmusic.io. We'll talk again on the next episode of Toastmasters 101.